All right, Big Mike with Hi, in the house. Do we still you? say that, or that's like the nineties, early two thousand? I have no idea. Jeff is not here today, uh, but Mike is here, so we've got a big team. It's it's fun because Gabriel's away on vacation. Mike's here. Jeff is not here. We can always replace each other. So uh, we have uh, the, the the purpose of this show, just for those that are first time uh, looking at it, is to help you grow your business. This is my number one most exciting topic. I want to help you get control of your business, that you be a real estate broker, a mortgage broker. I've been in the uh, real estate industry for 20 years now, but it, it, this applies to any small business, any medium-sized business, any business for that matter. So uh, feel free to write to us, ask us your questions, and we'll answer them. So today's topic, we wanted to talk about realistic goals or someone from the team wanted to talk about realistic goals, but we're not going to talk about realistic goals. If someone wants us to talk about that, we will. But I want to talk about making mistakes. What are the biggest mistakes that real estate brokers will make when getting into the business? And so, Mike, you started about, what, 15 or so years ago. Let's talk about your biggest mistakes, and I'll share some of mine. Well, uh, I made a lot of mistakes. My first mistake is learning to say no. Not every deal is a good deal. So sometimes you got to be able to evaluate if whether or not that engagement you're getting into is going to be good for you or not. <laughs> Agreed? Yeah, I wasn't listening because I, <laughs> I was going to say the mistake you're making. The mistake you're making right now is being here live. No, no. What did you say? Come back to the, the you, you didn't say no. No, I said the biggest mistake is not learning to say no. Ah, well, give me an, uh, give me an example. Well, an example. Uh, somebody asked you to sell their, uh, I don't know, their building or something like that. And they came up with a number that didn't make any sense to you. And for you to have your name put on there for six months to one year and not being able to move it because they don't want to change the price. Well, is that a mistake? I don't know. You're getting visibility. Know. You're trying it out. You're trying to get the best price for your client. The client really wants that uh, or wants to, to hope to get that. So you're facilitating it. Is yeah, it a mistake? But, uh, at, at the end of the day, it all depends on what your, what your focus is. I mean... If you already have a number of listings that are already out there, some brokers don't want to have their name just sitting on a property that's not moving. Yeah, I think that's a mistake. Yeah. But that's that's okay. Maybe I'm making a mistake thinking it's a mistake. You get it? Yeah. But well, uh, always, uh, tomato, tomato, right? Give me some more. Give me some more. What are other big, big mistakes, well, small mistakes? Mistake? I told you that we did in the French version, like I said, was getting involved with, uh, with a brokerage, with an agency. And uh, because it looked all nice and everything. And when I got in there, I realized that there wasn't much content. That uh, at the end of the day, I was walking to a place that looked pretty, but wasn't able to give me what I needed in order for me to succeed right away. So the packaging was great, but then you open the box and there's nothing. Exactly. Or not what you thought it was going to be. So not you see, Apple is a good example of you open the box, looks amazing. You open it. The ac actual experience of opening the box is, is something unique. I really enjoy opening uh, an Apple product. Yeah. And speaking of Apple products... We have a we're we're giving away ten thousand dollars worth of equipment, um, a nap, a laptop, an iPad, an iPhone, and uh, AirPods. But it's also the pro version. You have to mention. Is it? Yeah. So the, even better. On our hundredth episode, we will be doing the draw. Every time you like, you share, you tag, you get a chance uh, or one participation. Every time you subscribe to one of our accounts, you get five participations and every time you give us a review on google you get uh five um 
additional chances. So you can go back to the previous 60 some episodes that we have up. You can actually go to any of our content and just like share and, and you'll get a chance to uh, an additional chance to, to win that 10,000. So I'm going to go back to my Apple thing. So you yeah. open the, the package, the experience in itself is great. The yeah. product is great. Everything's great about Apple. The point is that's not what you had when you went uh, and so picked. Had an Apple box with no Apple but you made a mistake. You made a mistake because you didn't ask the right questions. Possibly. And maybe if I had the 37 questions that you had, then I possibly would have been. I'm going to come back to the 37 question. But yes, it's also we have some responsibility as to be able to ask the right questions. Uh, Tina, we have a comment or a question? Yeah, so <clears throat> oh, Victoria, excuse me. It's not Tina. Uh, two questions so the first one is from brian from ontario who asks what is the first thing i should expect as a new real estate agent you should expect to lose all of your hair. <laughs> if you look closely, Brian, Etienne has practically no hair left and Mike has no hair left. So, uh-oh. <laughs> no, no. So what you should expect is uh, you're starting a business. So if you've never done that before, you're in for a crazy ride and it's not for everybody. So you need to think carefully of uh, where you're going, where, who's going to help you with this, because it's, it's almost a sure thing that you're going to fail. I don't like saying that, but it is though, Mike, I don't know I what you think. Chances. And when you start a business, the odds are extremely against you because it's so many things that have to come together for you to succeed. Now, uh, if you're looking to do less than three transactions a year, which is the bulk of most brokers, don't worry about what I just said. But if you're going in thinking, I'm going to have a certain revenue, I'm going to have a certain success in the industry, then uh, you need to be in the right environment. So uh, pick, pick wisely. If you need help, let me know. I have this questionnaire going back to it. Just a second, guys. The 37 question. I, I wrote this thing a few years ago where it's uh, the 37 question. I wish I would have asked my agency or my uh, my broker when I uh, started in real estate. So if you'd like a copy, uh, Brian, uh, DM us, and we'll send you uh, a copy by email, text, or whatever means you prefer. We have another question or comment, uh, Stephen or Victoria or Tina. Yeah, Joseph is saying the key to success is baldness on LinkedIn. Joseph is saying the key to success is baldness. I agree. Jeff Bezos is bald. Uh, Steve Job was bald. Was he bald? Was he bald? I don't recall if he was yeah. bald. Was it Elon Musk is bald. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> yes, sir, Joseph. Thank you very much. So another mistake, Mike. I, I'm going to share one with uh, with you. Yes. Yeah, so no, the, I'm going to share one with you. Oh, oh go it. ahead. You seem no, enthusiastic no, no, about no, whatever. it. Whatever. <laughs> we were talking about mistakes that I made. No, you made tons of mistakes, way I more than me. So no, but go ahead. Go ahead. But uh, it was a learning curve, right? And when you said before that it was my fault that I didn't ask the right questions, you're right. But I wasn't groomed, I guess, to do the right thing. So, so it's not your fault. It's, learned, it's, it the, it's fault, the groomer's I'm, fault. I'm learning on the fly, right? So, I mean, I'm learning as I'm going along. I mean, it's like pedaling a bike for the first time. You might fall a couple of times. Some guys get it right away. So yeah. I didn't get it right away. I made some mistakes. I did the mailing mistake. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead, go with that because that's a popular one. Yeah. So I, I sent a bunch of mailings thinking that I was going to get something in return, spent a bunch of money, got nothing in return. Uh, the mistake that I made possibly is that I would have to do it consistently, that maybe I would get something out of it and maybe I wouldn't. Yeah. The, the point is, is that I didn't have anyone to guide me. I didn't have 
a mentor, somebody to guide me to put me in the right direction. And if you've never done it again, like I, I was saying to uh, uh, to Brian, who's debating or thinking of or starting uh, real estate, if you've never done it, you don't know what you don't know, and it's good to have someone to uh, to do this with or to be uh, surrounded by the, the the right person that's doing it right now with success. Because if you, I mean, a lot of people will. Uh, reach out and, and give you uh, their help, but uh, what are they doing? It's, it's, have they done it before? I don't even think it that even that's a, a thing I, I would recommend if it or has had success in the past, but not in right now. I don't know if I would take their advice. Things change. They're in a different part of their lives right now. You see, business has changed to technology and the tools and the approach and the marketing and everything has changed. So you, you got to be, you got to be with current, current successful people uh, that are still growing so that you're in that proper environment to, uh, to succeed. Yes, uh, Victoria. So I have a question from Stephanie from Hampstead who wants to know, is it possible to invest too much time with only one client? Oh, this is a good question stephanie i hope the microphone worked and everybody got that but i'll just say uh stephanie's asking is it possible to spend too much time with a client now i, I just talked to, to to one of our brokers just right now and saying you have to with time and experience you'll you'll be able to uh, better qualify better understand the different types of buyers and i'm not going to go into it right now because this could be a topic on its own but you have uh, the ones that are looking for deals, and there's a lot of those. So when you start in real estate, you think, oh, you know, I got an opportunity. But there's hundreds, if not thousands, of those that are going to come your way uh, when you're in real estate. Have you had that experience where someone says, if you find me that deal, Mike, I'm in? And there's a lot of them. So if now the problem is you stop everything you're doing and you start looking and working all this energy with. With the, because you think you're going to convert. That, has that happened to you? It's happened where, you know, I'd spend time, excessive time with one particular client that I remember I used to take out almost every weekend to go look at 10, 15, 20 houses. And then when the time would come that we would make an offer, it'd be like a low ball offer. And then be like, well, it doesn't make any sense. But again, I go back to, is it not your fault? Because you didn't take the it time to qualify fault, again, and ask. Again, again, I didn't have anything like i was i was learning on the fly what i should have done at the time is i should have given a limited amount of time for that person and then concentrate on building other prospects at the same time so a bit like what we talk about all the time when i tell you don't spend three hours with uh one prospect when you're trying to when you're first meeting them just spend a, a small amount of time to to understand what the needs are and then move to the next you need a lot of opportunities so that you can better pick who you want to choose or who you want to work with and be more profitable with who you pick and choose with your time. Profitable with your time, not your money, your time. But time results into what? Into money. And so, uh, Stephanie, I think it was, that asked the question. If you want to share a bit more about your personal experience, unless you don't feel comfortable doing that, I'd love to chat about it and uh, see if, uh, if you should uh, cut your loss and at what time you should and move on to the next. Any other questions, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Stephen? Uh, yeah, we have someone who's asking about your list of questions that you were referring to. Uh, yes. What's the question? Be oh, it's available now. You, I've uh, had it for a few years now. So if you'd like, uh, just write to us. Uh, take the take uh, the person's name, uh, please, and we'll uh, we'll connect. We'll send it to you. If we're already connected, maybe on social media, we'll just 
shoot off a DM, but uh, if not, take the email. I'd love to share more about that, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Question person. If you'd like, we can meet. Uh, Mike, one of the, the, the biggest mistakes I made was actually thinking I'm going to partner up with someone, another broker, so that I have more time. And then I'll make more money. You see? And it's going to be more fun because it's not going to be just me by myself doing all the um, stuff I don't like to do. You get it? Yeah. But that was a mistake. I did it three times. The first time I tried, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe maybe, maybe you chose a bad partner. Well, I did it three times, so I I, I don't know, or I'm just incompetent in picking. A, <laughs> I don't, I think the solution is just you know hiring people, not 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 being equal with your your business because you need to you, everybody's got different commitments to to the goal everybody's got different uh energy levels obligations financial situations everybody's unique so it's extremely hard it's almost a 50 50 thing so i'm not saying don't have partners but the way I did it was like, okay, we're going to split everything 50-50. And I hear this all the time from brokers. Oh, I met this person and we're, you know, we're doing the course together or we're, you know, I've known her for X amount of time and uh, we're going to do it together so we can save time and we can say, like, I'm not saying don't do it. Maybe it was a one-off for me or three, three times my fault, my mistake. I just think that one needs to be leading. You see? Well, it depends. I don't think that the work ethic could be equal in both hands. One person will have more strength in one area. A person will have weaknesses in another. Wow. That's where the complicity of each other. Take the five of us right now in this room. If we decided, okay, everybody, we're all going to be equal and we're all going to make decisions about where we're going. We, we, we can't even figure out the sound and the cameras. and the <laughs> <laughs> So imagine if the leader is everybody here. Like That's not going to work. No. I can't even lead in, and I'm the leader apparently. So imagine if we're five of us. It's just not going to work. So that was my biggest mistake or one of the biggest mistakes. What other mistakes did I make? I have another one, but first we'll take a comment or a question, Victoria. Uh, Jean-Michel from NDG wants to know, what if your client decides to hire another broker instead of you and or decides to buy property with another broker instead? So Jean-Michel is asking uh, what to do when that happens. Well, I am going to say to move on. I mean, there's certain things you can't control. Now, I'm sure there's a bit of blaming uh, that needs a reflection about what happened, what transpired, why did it happen? Like, what did I do wrong? Like, you can't just always be blaming everything on everybody else. You got to take responsibility. Okay, what could I have done differently? What what happened here for me to get into that situation? But to solve this, I'm going to give you a little uh, trick here, is to have not just one of that client. You need to have hundreds of clients so that you can then always be in a position where when this happens, you're not all devastated and yeah, calling your wife and saying, we're not having steaks, get rid of, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you don't want to be in that yeah. position. So you got to keep focusing on the, on the visibility first. So you're going to say, Mike, no, I agree. You have to have to be able to absorb the shock. I mean, if you've got like 10, 15 people, if you lose one, it's not going to be a problem. But if you only have that one person that you're counting on, then it'll hurt a lot when uh, the person makes money. That's right. And that's too often the reality for most. And uh, it's just they didn't pay enough attention on the, the getting the visibility, not getting enough opportunity. And then they get devastated when uh, a buyer or a client or uh, anybody that you're working with just decides, I'm changing my mind or it's not going to work. And you can't control those things. You get it? So 
What's my biggest mistake number two? Can you guess? I don't know. Thinking that the market knowledge or knowledge about the market was important. Okay. Thinking that the technicalities of market stats was something important. When I started in real estate, I thought I got to increase my knowledge of the market because I'm, I'm selling the market or I'm supposed to go see someone, a buyer, a seller, an investor, anybody with all this information about the market. I don't know if this happens to anybody, here, but I, but I, uh, I want to, I want to see if anybody's watching it and say yes if uh, if that's you. I agree. But it's so useless in the sense that you're going to get that information through time and experience, just handling buyers and sellers and having these opportunities. You see, so you don't want to be spending or, or devoting time to learn well, let about. Let me ask you a question. If Go I, ahead. If you have a client <laughs> that asks you, "Is it the right time to buy?" Or is it the right time to sell? What do you say to that client? I'm going to say, first of all, but why are we selling or buying? What's the motivation? I want to buy a house. Yeah, but why? What's the I'm need? Tired of, I'm tired of living in an apartment. So it's the right time then. If, if you're fed up of being in an apartment because the dog keeps barking or the baby keeps crying or the neighbors are uh, having parties uh, every second night, is there a bad time to? No, it's, it depends on the motivation. So you got to get to the motivation, not the money part. I agree. Like I'm going to spend a lot of money to solve a problem right. if the problem is painful enough. You see, it, right now where I live, if a neighbor just built the big, huge mansion just beside mine because I'm in the woods right now. But let's say for some reason the zoning changed and it's no longer uh, forest and park and water, but someone goes and erects this big <laughs> – this big mansion with, uh, and it's you, which you're partying on the weekend. I'm selling that thing. And if I call you and I say, is it a good time to sell? It is a good time. I don't care what your answer is. I want out. You see? Yeah. It doesn't matter the market. It doesn't matter the price. Even if I'm losing money, I, the pain of living beside you <laughs> with your parties and everything. It's just, I want out. Yeah. So that's the market, who cares? Now, it's different if you're an investor and you're holding and your intention was to make X amount of return on the thing. And then, the, the question. But you got to ask an, the question. As an, as an investor. For who though, Mike? Because your question the was- the that has money that he wants no, to no, invest no, 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 no. You said, yeah. you said, is it a good time? If a, if a buyer- if a client. A client says, is it a good time? But- you were asking that because you're asking for you because you're thinking of your needs, which is a mistake. <laughs> you're supposed to ask what's the need of the buyer, the right. seller, the client, not yours. Right. No, your needs are, yeah, absolutely. It's the best time right now, but that's wrong. I didn't say it was that. What I was saying <laughs> is that you have, like, in some sense, I still believe that you have to have some knowledge of the market in some sense. But you will if what? Well, the longer that you spend there, you'll know. But I mean, if you've got if you've got a client that asks you, listen, is it a good time for me to purchase or not? I think that it's based on time. what? Based on what? Based need. on the fact that I want to purchase this to make money for it to give me a good return in a year or two. Like, okay, would, let me stop you. Let's say that's what it is. Now I understand what your return is. Let's say you said it's X. I want X return. I'm going to say, Mister uh, Francois, I'll be back tomorrow or in a half an hour or in a week or whatever it is. When are you available? Is it better evenings or would you prefer the weekend? I'll make an appointment and then I'll come back with the with the proposal. Right. You like see, I'm not going to just wing it if I don't know the answer. But that's good. You give a good answer. I like it. Of course, I give a good answer, but it doesn't matter that I don't know the information until I know what the need is. It's There's no point in trying to research all this stuff prior to because I don't know. So the first meeting or the first 
time I meet a, a potential client. And this is good for, uh, listen to what I'm saying, Victoria, this applies to everything and it applies in our business. We need to understand first, we don't want to do all this research about who we're meeting before we meet them and, uh, and address what is it, who are they, what's their needs, or and then we go do the work if we see that this is um, a client I can work with. You get it? Do we have more time? Because I can talk about this forever. I, I, we got a few minutes left. Do we have any comments or questions before I go and uh, talk about something else? Uh, Joseph said he felt that when he said you were talking about the pain of being like in the He said he felt that. Joseph is feeling my pain? <laughs> I'm not sure I get it. Joseph is saying what? He's feeling the pain? said yes i definitely felt that that's the only thing he said so. about the statistics uh, wow. in the industry oh yeah there you go so joseph is uh is uh is saying he's uh he's saying uh that he agrees is i guess what we're saying so that's 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 good you know going back to the stat thing if you're gonna do any type of um uh prospecting uh and that could be anything anything but you get an opportunity someone says yeah i might be interested in, in meeting you don't spend time researching but everybody does everybody jumps into the okay i'm gonna find out when they bought when they sold how much they paid how many kids they have what is their favorite meal all <laughs> hours and hours and hours and hours and then what happens mike 50% of the time. What happens to us 50% of the time? It dies. It never happens. The meeting doesn't even take place because something happens and it's out and of our control. So you wasted, well, potentially wasted is more uh, the better word uh, uh, on, on all this research. Did we talk about the, uh, the draw? We did, huh? We talked about it? Yeah, we talked about the draw. Yeah. All right, so we got a minute or two left, maybe, maybe less, quick, quick. Any uh, any comments? Any feedback, guys? Send us your questions if you if there, there's uh, real estate topics you want to talk about. It's our main field of uh, specialty, but we can talk about anything business related. For those that are not in real estate, I'll answer any of your questions. If you want a consultation, it'll be my pleasure. Uh, we can do it in the Greater Montreal. We have four locations: Saint Michel, uh, Westmount, Beaconsfield, Kirkland. Uh, if you're in uh, further than that and you can't do face-to-face, -face, we can do by Zoom uh, anywhere in the world. So, Mike, thank you again for participating. Thank you for having me. Too. We'll see again, everybody, tomorrow with another fascinating topic.